Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to the 29th episode of the G-Men Journal Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Beccarelli, and today we're going to be doing a uh, review um, and analysis um, on the Giants game um, against the Eagles, as well as um, a long around the league segment, as it'll probably be like twice as long about... um, um, as I did not get to do in Around the League, um, as I did it on Location Podcast, um, episode 28, um, hopefully you check that out, um, it was a pretty cool episode, um, was me and Dylan, um, who's been on this podcast, uh, multiple times, um, on our way to the Giants game, we did a, um, uh, kind of preview, and then, uh, on the way back, we just did a recap um, scoring recap as well as, um, analysis on that game there. Alright, so, um, before we get started today, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, and as always, Chris J. Beccarelli, CPA. If you're a small business, and you're looking for an accountant to help with your tax needs, call Chris J. Beccarelli, CPA. Chris J. Beccarelli. We don't forget about the little guys. Alright, so, uh, we'll get into it here um, with the, uh, review of the game. All right, so, um, as I did not put out a podcast this le- uh, this week, I'm sorry, uh, uh, I did not mention, or there was no real way for me to mention, um, that Eli would be the starter, um, for this game, um, not because of poor play by Daniel Jones, because of an injury, um, did not, um, again, suffered against the game against the Packers, um, did not come out, um, immediately, it didn't, uh, come out that he was injured until Tuesday this week, um, don't really know why that was, I think, um, he kind of practiced, and I, I don't really know the full story there, but he had, he has an ankle injury, um, he will, um, he, uh, is supposed to miss two to four weeks, uh, this week being the first of that, so he could either, um, come back, um, week 16 or 17, potentially. Um, there is some talk that he could, um, return next week, um, but anyway, uh, we'll get into the game recap, um, as I just said. All right, so the Giants played on Monday Night Football on the road against the Eagles. Um, so, yeah, so that's that. Uh, the Eagles would get uh, the ball, but a uh, great defensive stop um, by the Giants uh, would force a punt. Uh, good defenses um, would be uh, kind of the theme of the uh, first half of the Giants. They um, had a good uh, defensive half overall, but anyway... Uh, we'll continue here. The Giants um, would have a disappointing uh, three and out. Uh, then the Giants um, would force a fourth and one, um, but the Eagles um, decided to go for it. Um, however, on the quarterback sneak, um, Carson Wentz didn't get it regardless, um, but they did uh, say that uh, the ball did come loose. Um on that play, so it was technically ruled as a fumble. Um, either way, it would have been the Giants' ball, regardless of how they uh, uh, decided uh, to call that there. Um, then the Giants, with good field position, uh, punt as um, a good second down. Uh, 20-yard run by Saquon is called back due to a hold. Um, 
However, it would be a great punt by Riley Dixon. Di uh, sorry, Dixon, um, who actually got a contract uh, extension this week. I think it was for uh, uh, two years, possibly three. I could be wrong. Don't know it off the top of my head. But um, he would um, have a good game, and this would start it off as he pins the Eagles back. Um, and, uh, they would, and the Eagles would eventually punt on that, um, drive there. Then the Giants would score, um, a touchdown on a third down pass, um, as they were just past midfield on a 35-yard pass play to Darius Slayton. Um, it was an in-cutting route, and, um, the defender went to make the tackle, and he, uh, just didn't make the tackle, and, um, so that would be huge, and, um, then he had a lane to run, not really anybody, uh, close to him there, as he would outrun the safety, um, and get in for the 35-yard touchdown there. Uh, then the Giants would get a nice sack on third, um, would, then the Giants, oh, sorry, well, the Eagles would go down the field, um, and then the Giants would get a, a good sack, uh, on third and goal to force the Eagles to kick a field goal. Then the Giants would go down, um, and they would also kick a field goal. Uh, then the Giants' D continues a good half as they stop the Eagles once more. Uh, then Eli and Slayton connect again for a 55-yard touchdown, where Slayton just beat his defender, and Eli got him the ball there um, with just 25 seconds left in the half. Halftime score, 17-3 Giants. The Giants would get the ball uh, out of half and punt, and things would go very south from there. Um, so you see in a sec. So uh, the Eagles would go down the field there and score a touchdown on that one. Then the Giants' offense, um, which you will see throughout the second half, could not really get going as they would punt. Um, then the Eagles would go down the field. However, they would miss a 45-plus-yard field goal. Uh, then the Giants offense punts once more. However, and then the Eagles would go down the field after um, a stop on third down by the Giants. D was called back by a flag. Um, they would also, um, so they would get the first down there as well as they would convert on a fourth down later in the drive to score a touchdown um, and, t and tie the game at 17 all with a minute and 53 seconds to go. Then the Giants would have a quick three and out and punt. Uh, the Eagles would uh, run out the clock and the game would go into overtime. Now the um, Eagles would get the ball first in overtime, which would turn out to be huge um, as they would go down the field and score a Zach Ertz touchdown, who, by the way, also scored that touchdown um, with a minute and 53 seconds left. Um, in the game, as they would, as the Eagles would win, um, uh, it would be a close one, 23-17 overtime victory for the Eagles. Um, so just unfortunately, the way overtime works is the Eagles would get the ball first if they if the other team scores a touchdown. The uh, defensive team just doesn't get the ball if they kick a field goal or any other result um, other than a touchdown. The defense still gets the ball. Um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's that uh, for the recap. Uh, I'll give you analysis in, um, in a minute or two on that game. But first, you're around the league, presented by the Class of Pack Rat. So, first is going to be your Week 13 games. Uh, before we go into the Week 14 games, like I said, did not do one last week. All right, so the Bears beat the Lions. 
um, on Thanksgiving, uh, 24-20. Uh, the Bills would beat the Cowboys, um, sorry, uh, the Bills would beat the Cowboys 26-15. Then the Saints would beat the Falcons 26-18. Uh, the Titans would beat the Colts 31-17. Uh, the Ravens would beat the 49ers in, which, in what would turn out to be a very good game, 20-17. Uh, to 17. Uh, The Bengals would get their first victory over the Jets 22-6. Um, the uh, Steelers beat the Browns 2013. Um, the Dolphins would beat the Eagles, um, like Dylan mentioned, uh, late into that 20, episode 28, he did say that the, um, Dolphins were, were about to beat the Eagles, as that game was still in process as we were recording. Uh, the Redskins would beat the Panthers, uh, 29-21. Uh, the Packers would beat the Giants, uh, 31-13, as we would talk about on episode 28. Uh, the Buccaneers would beat the Jaguars, 28-11. Uh, the Rams beat the Cardinals, uh, 34-7. Uh, uh, the Chiefs would, uh, beat the Raiders by a sizable margin, 40-9. Uh, the Broncos would beat the Chargers on a game-winning field goal, 23-20. Um, the Texans would beat the Patriots, 28-22. Um, and then on Monday Night Football, the Seahawks would beat the Vikings, 37-30. All right, so then for the week of uh, um, 14 games, um, the I would skip over the Thursday night game, call, come back to that as the Cowboys played. Um, the Buccaneers would beat the Colts uh, 38-35. Uh, the Ravens would beat the Bills uh, 24-17. The Vikings would beat the Lions 20-7. Uh, Broncos would beat the Texans 38-24. Um, Saints beat the, or sorry, 49ers beat the Saints 20, or 48, excuse me, uh, 46, very high scoring game, that would be the, uh, in my opinion, that's the game of the year to this point, um, as it would come down to the final drive, um, obviously two of the top teams in the NFC, uh, as it would come down to the final drive on a big touch, on a long touchdown, uh, by George Kittle, um, would set the 49ers up for the game-winning field goal. Uh, then the Browns would beat the Bengals uh, in the Battle of Ohio, 27-19. Uh, uh, the Falcons would beat the Panthers, 40-20. to uh, The Jets would beat the Dolphins in a close one, 22-21. Uh, the Chargers would beat the Jaguars by a sizable margin, uh, 45-10. Uh, Chiefs would beat the Patriots um, 23-16 in a game where I don't like to say this often, um, but the uh, Patriots, I think, uh, the refs cost them, cost them the game there. Um, i definitely not a Patriots fan um, as they're one of the Giants' rivals here, um, but I don't really like to stick up for them, but I do think that um, the refs cost them that game there. Uh, Titans would beat the Raiders uh, 42-21. Uh, the Steelers would beat the Cardinals um, 23-17. And then the Rams would beat the Seahawks on Sunday night football, uh, 28-12. Um, here are your NFC games. The Bears would beat the Cowboys on Thursday night football, 31-24. 
Uh, the Packers would beat the Redskins 20-15. to 15. And then, as we just talked about, the Eagles would beat the Giants in overtime 27 um, or sorry, 23-17. All right, so that puts the standings for the um, NFC East um, like this. The Cowboys um, beat the, or sorry, the Cowboys um, have the tiebreaker over the Eagles. Um, right now, uh, they're at 6-7 and seven, as well as the Eagles are at 6-7. and seven. Um, So I guess that's first and second there, but it's really first, first. Um, that the... Division will um, probably end up coming down to um, the cow, the Cowboys and Eagles game um, in Week uh, 16. Uh, that's the Week 16 game. That's a 4:25 game. I think that might be America's game of the week there, as that will probably end up deciding the division. Uh, the Redskins um, at three and ten in third place, and the Giants at two and eleven. Uh, in last place in the NFC East. All right, so that's your Around the League presented by the Closet Pack Rat. I'll be back in just a few moments um, with analysis and stats on this game against the Eagles. All right, thanks for listening. I'll be back in just a few moments. Hey there, Giants fans. This is Jenny Veccarelli from the Closet Pack Rat. We specialize in helping you reclaim your space and making your space more functional. Come visit us at Instagram and on Facebook at The Closet Pack Rat, helping you reclaim your space. All right, Giants fans, you are back listening to the second half uh, of episode 29 of the G-Men Journal podcast. All right, so uh, just a few moments ago, we did a uh, long around the league um, segment, um, as well as a recap of uh, the Giants game against the Eagles. All right, so we'll start this second ha- half, sorry, half, um, off today uh, with some stats um, from the Giants. All right, so Eli Manning went uh, 15 of 30 passing, passing for 103 yards and two touchdowns. Saquon had 66 uh, rushing yards and one receiving yard. Darius Slayton had a huge game um, going for 154 yards um, with two touchdowns, and Sterling Shepard, um, a quiet night for both him and Golden Tate, uh, but Shepard, um, had 28 yards in this one. All right, so, um, you know, so this was, um, you know, as far as analysis goes on this one, I mean, this is, um, a game, you know, where, um, Giants played terrific, um, both sides of the ball, um, uh, in the, uh, first half. Um, and then, um, ever, uh, you know, both the offense and defense, um, uh, were, uh, struggled, uh, mightily, uh, in the second half of things, uh, offense did not score a single point, and the defense let up 20 points through the third, fourth, and overtime, um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you know, very good half, um, first half of football, um, for the Giants, um, and that just kind of shows you, um, the promise that this team has, um, you know, you add some more pieces this offseason, and, um, you know, you're, um, you're looking at a decent, uh, squad, but, you know, that second half, uh, kind of brought, um, everyone back to reality as to what the Giants are, uh, right now, and, um, 
you know, you know, they're not, um, not a good football team at the moment. Um, however, I forgot to mention, uh, that in the second quarter, very early in the second quarter, when the Eagles had that ball there, um, I forgot to mention that Alshon Jeffrey was carted off after just basically falling down, um, um, on a route. He was in route and, uh, just went down with, um, an injury. Um, uh, don't know off the top of my head what type of injury that was, um, but yeah, he had to be carted off, so I'd imagine it was some sort of, uh, leg issue. Um, so yeah, um, I mean, um, not really, um, some of the things, like, um, missed opportunities that, um, I've talked about throughout the season, um, you know, where you can just kind of point there and, um, and, uh, win the game, um, you know, I mean, you could point to the entire second half and, um, um, and, you know, you turn that around, you know, you put some points on the board, you know, you don't let up 20 points there, you know, um, you, I think, I think if I'm going to go back and point out one spot, I think it would be that flag, um, it was an illegal contact on, I believe, Grant Haley, uh, Giants cornerback, um, on a deep pass play on third down when they, the Eagles were kind of pinned back. And, you know, they would end up ending that drive with a minute and 53 to go. So you think about it, right? So it's towards the end of the game. I think it was, you know, with five, four or five minutes left. And, you know, you stop them there like you did, you know, but no no illegal contact, the pass would uh, end up falling um, incomplete, but, you know, you don't get that flag there, then you, you know, force him to punt, and now you have the ball with five minutes to go, and now you can go do something, you know, whether it be going down the field and um, putting it in for six, or even putting it in for uh, three there makes it a two-possession game, um, rather than letting them... um, you know, score or even I'd say same thing um, a little later in the drive when they would convert on fourth down there. So, I mean, if I had to point to one, you know, kind of play or event, um, you know, like I've tried to do um, some point uh, through times um, this season, I think it would be uh, that or those kind of two opportunities there. Um, you know, one of the things that um, – um, was that, um, there was an article that I saw on Bleacher Report that, um, that, you know, Shermer, um, is basically officially done, which, I mean, is kind of stating the obvious here. I think, uh, we all kind of knew it was done, but, um, they, um, were able to, uh, interview some executives around the league and most executives thought that he was done. Um, and some thought that Gettleman was out the door too. Um, I definitely think Shermer's out. Um, I guess we'll see if Gettleman's, um, out. I think, I mean, you can criticize Gettleman for the moves he made, but you uh, can't criticize him in a way because if you think about it, you really didn't give him time to, you know, rebuild this entire team, right? Like, we all knew that this team was going to take more than two years to rebuild, you know, and if you only give him two years, you really never know um, how this, you know, plan would come into fruition, um, you know, because I, so... I think if um, I think Shermer definitely needs to be gone, but I think if you're gonna 
fire Gettleman. I think that you can hate on him for just not making, you know, poor roster decisions, you know, whether it be trades, um, draft picks, you know, whatever you could, you want to criticize him for. I think you also have to think about that, you know, you you know, whether it be, you know, another thing was, you know, not rebuilding this defense the correct way, not uh, giving the offensive line, you know, it looked good in the early season, but it's been atrocious, you know, since then. Um, I think you can't, I mean, you can, like I said, you can blame him for things like that, but you can't, you know, say he failed at this rebuild because you only gave him two years to do it. And I think everyone knows that this team was going to take more than two years to rebuild. Um, well, it was two incredibly disappointing seasons. I think that, you know, some of the, um, you know, things, I guess, that, you know, came out of this was, you know, you kind of see, you know, it's, you can't, you know, criticize this guy incredible much because, you know, his, you never really gave him time for his entire plan, um, to come, you know, together. And so I guess if they let him go, um, you never really know how good this team would have been. Um, I want to see him go just because I don't like him for the roster decisions that he's made. I don't think that, you know, some of those made sense, you know, at the time that they were done. Um, but I also kind of want him to stay because I want to see where this team could go. And I kind of, you know, I've tried to stay on the optimistic side of things where, you know, I kind of tried to show you that this team, you know, is close in ways, um, you know, where, you know, you can kind of point here or there and, you know, they win some games. So, um, you know, so I think, um, you know, I kind of want to, you know, see him stay um, just so we can see, you know, how this rebuild pans out. You know, you have a very, very young team. So, I mean, if you can find a way to, um, to, um, let him stay and finish out his contract. Um, I think he has two more years left on his deal. Um, and then, you know, if it's still really not good and he doesn't do a good job this offseason, then sure, fire him, whatever. But if he's a very successful offseason, I think um, you kind of let him stay and see where this team can go. Um, but, yeah, that's my take on that. But um, um, I think that's about it. Um, that I have to say for this game, uh, I got the, you know, talking about the, uh, went a little off topic there at the end, talking about the Giants general manager and coaching situations, um, as just some, you know, I wanted to point to that, uh, there, but other than that, I hope you, uh, enjoyed listening to this episode, episode 29 of the G-Man Journal, I'll be back next week, uh, with a recap um around the league and analysis and any other news that comes out uh with the Giants playing uh in week 15 against the Dolphins all right so hope you enjoyed listening uh to this and like I just said I will be back next week um have a good week bye bye